A fika is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika with us, we are inviting you to join us for a fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika with us, we are joined by Therese from the International Office and Rebecca, who is one of our student ambassadors. We'll talk about what you need to prepare as a newly admitted student to LIU. My name is Priya. Let's start the Fika. Welcome, Therese and Rebecca. Thank you. Hello. Um, so today we'll talk a bit about what you need to prepare as a newly admitted student to LIU. And obviously there are things you need to prepare from home before you come to Sweden, but also a few practical things that you need to think about once you get here, uh, both academic things and, and obviously other social things as well. Um, so my first question is, what is the first thing you should think about as a new student? Well, I'll start with you, Therese. Uh, well, there are a few things to do um, maybe as soon as you're admitted and, and uh, until it's time to come here. Uh, so you need to think about if you're not uh, from the EU, you need to think about your residence permit to apply uh, in good time, uh, as well as looking for some housing options, of course. You need somewhere to live. Uh, and then when you plan your uh, travel, uh, please make sure to come on one of the arrival days where we offer some extra services like uh, bus pickup service and extended opening hours, etc. And And then also give a few days before your roll call or your courses start. And uh, more, yeah, just check the admitted uh, or the exchange uh, webpage on, on leo.se to, uh, to find more, uh, as well as our Corona pages. And where would you find these arrival dates that is on the webpage? Yes, exactly. There is a section uh, for arrival days. Yeah, exactly. So is there a difference when it comes to arrival if you're here for a program and you want to stay like one or two years or if you're just doing an exchange for like a semester? No, uh, from the international office side, uh, we offer these arrival days for all international students that arrive, uh, both in, in August and then uh, in January as well. Uh, so the uh, the service you get uh, is, is the same, independent. Uh, then, of course, you need to do some things in a different way, but that's stated on, on the website, what, what is uh, required for a program student and what's required for an exchange student. Okay, so there, those things are different. Yeah. Uh, and it's important to check that, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Rebecca, you're a program student. And what was the first thing you did when you got admitted? Well, the first thing I did was stress out about it because that meant that <laughs> moving to Sweden was going to be a real thing. So um, it, the results came out in April last year, I believe. And the first thing I did was just to sign up to all of the seminars uh, because Corona was just a new thing. And the seminars are just very informative in general. So if you're a bit lost, that's definitely a good thing to start. But also, just as Therese mentioned, to look at the roll call days was very important because by that day, you really need to be here in Sweden at the university and present yourself and say, I'm here, I'm going to take part in this program. 
And so I, I looked that up and I knew which day it was. For me, it was the 26th of August, but different programs have different dates. So that's definitely something that needs to be double checked. And then I started just planning around it. So I looked a bit at flight prices. I definitely, I signed up for housing companies, which is something that you should definitely, definitely do if you haven't yet. Um, there's a lot of blog posts and, and other episodes that you can uh, look at for that. And yeah, plan your flights. As Therese mentioned, the university has some specific arrival days. I made sure to come on one of those arrival days, but I also made sure to come at least a week in advance so that I had some time to figure everything out, to learn a little bit about Lynn shipping, like, oh, where's the nearest supermarket? Where's my room? How do I get to campus? Um, and another thing that I didn't have to do because I already had one, but I definitely recommend if you're an international student staying for a longer period of time is to actually have your passport done. So if you're an EU student, you don't need a passport to get into Sweden, but it's very useful to have one as a form of identification here. If you want to apply for like a bank account or any other service, sometimes they require a passport and they don't accept just your national ID card. So that's something also that's very important to keep in mind. But yeah, I think it's just a bit of a stressful time. But if you if you plan a bit in advance and make sure to come here early, that's definitely a very, very good way to start because then you have more time to figure everything out. Yeah, that's a really good tip because I mean, uh, there is a lot of there is a lot of stress as it is moving to a new country, and I'm guessing like you get emails from different um, from different places regarding your studies, and it might feel overwhelming. But I think you really need to look at what do these emails say because all of the emails will have some information about this is what you need to do, and you mentioned roll calls, and that is mandatory. So you can't just skip it because um, if like if you feel like, no, no, I, I, I can't make that flight or whatever. Um, so you really have to be here at the start. Um, so check all of that when it because if you miss it, it it's going to you're going to be in trouble, basically. And what, and what you said about passport as well, that's the best form of identification uh, if you don't have a Swedish one. And obviously you won't as you're an international student. Uh, so thanks a lot, Rebecca, for that. Um, so once you get to one of the campuses in Linköping or Norrköping, uh, there are some things that need to be fixed. Uh, Therese, can you mention some of these things that like, you have to fix, you can't fix from home? Yeah, exactly. Um, so once you arrive, I mean, you come with your <laughs> with your bags full and, and all this confusion. And then we, uh, all of August, uh, not just in arrival days, but all of August, we uh, welcome international students in Studenthuset and partially also in uh, Kåkenhus in Norrköping. So Studenthuset is for Linköping. And uh, then you come to us and we'll give you a warm welcome and register your arrival. And uh, after that, uh, you can go to the info center, uh, which is also in the center, to get your Leo ID activated, which gives you access to different portals. And and also after uh, about a day, you can also get the uh, Leo card, uh, which gives you uh, entrance access to, to different rooms. And it's a bus ticket for the campus bus, etc. So that's really good uh, to have 
quite early on. And the Leo ID also gives you access to Leesum, which is your course room. So you can start, as Rebecca said, like a little bit earlier to start reading up on perhaps to see where your courses are and find your schedule, etc. Uh, but you uh, you also need to register for your courses in the student portal. You're not just automatically uh, accepted or, or uh, we need to know that you're actually uh, there uh, to be able to take part of teaching and exams. So that's also really important to do within at least the first days. Uh, and uh, as we've mentioned, uh, for program students, it's mandatory with the roll call. Uh, so uh, yeah, make sure that you arrive uh, well in time and if you for some reason you know if it's related to corona or something you cannot come on time you might get an extension or or you know the possibility to, to arrive late but you always need to take a contact before the roll call to to make sure that you're eligible for this so yeah so who do who do you contact in that so, case yeah in, the, in this case uh you, you should usually take contact with your faculty coordinators that you've usually had contact with uh, earlier, but also if you have a you know, program uh, coordinator uh, director that is uh, in charge, um, just to make sure that someone takes your errand and gives you response to that, so, yeah. Okay, so Rebecca, um, what, was it hard to figure out things in the beginning, like what you needed to do? Um, I don't think it was difficult, but I think it does feel a little bit overwhelming at the time because you're in a new country, in a new city, you don't speak the language, and there's just so many things to do at the same time, both university and not. Um, so I, I don't think it was difficult. So I, as I have already mentioned, I arrived on one of the um, arrival days. And so I was, um, I went directly to the university and there's a, there was a little uh, reception area there. So I spoke to someone and they were like, oh, okay, you should go to the info center. Um, so then I went to the info center, which was literally next door. Um, and I spoke to them as well. And they gave me a little paper with the exact same checklist that is online, actually. And then they were like, oh, if you go to this, um, to this link here, then you can upload a photo. And in one or two days, you can come and pick up your physical ID. So in that sense, I think it was pretty easy. I ended up being pretty nervous about enrolling in the uh, student portal um, because we, we do get this information that, oh, you have to be registered because otherwise you're technically not enrolled in your courses. But for my particular program, the student portal only opened the first day of class, which compared to other masters is quite strange because I have some friends from other masters who said that they could register a lot earlier. But the important thing and the message here is just to check. And if you can speak to a couple of fellow Swedish students who already know the system and how it works, and they can help you as well. So I think it really isn't too difficult. And if you're feeling at any point stressed or confused about what you should do, just talk to the info center, either in person or over the phone. They're super, super helpful and very nice. And they can definitely help you get everything done without any problem. And yeah, I think my, my main tip would actually be to be prepared for the fact that you're probably going to have to move around quite a bit the first few days to figure everything out. So 
basically follow the checklist don't be afraid to ask if you don't understand what's going on uh, and not what you need to do and like you said be prepared that it's going to be maybe a bit confusing in the beginning but everything will work out so Tereas, back to you. I, I know we've talked about this a bit, um, but I want to make it clear, like it, the differences between being an exchange student and a degree student. I know when you, you just might just see yourself as an international student, which is what you are when you come to us from another country. True. But there are some differences between being a degree student, which is someone who will be here uh, and at the end of their studies will have a degree and an exchange student who's here uh, just for like a semester or two. Exactly. Um, so what are the main differences, the most important differences between these two groups and how do I know which one I am? Uh, yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> um, so as you say, uh, exchange student, they come on, on uh, as it's a exchange between ascending university and uh, and Linship University. So there's always like a sending part from another country. Uh, so that's usually how you, uh, they come on a program like the Erasmus or, or, uh, or other programs. A degree student is someone who applies uh, on their own uh, and usually attends it's one two or even three years uh, on the bachelor level program uh, as you say finish up in a uh, in a degree in the end so uh, the big, the biggest difference is academically um, because you do things quite differently uh, and then especially now if we talk about coming here so uh, the roll call, for instance, is, is is a very strong thing, very mandatory for uh, for uh, degree students. But for exchange students, you also need to show up for for the start of your class. But it's not is not the same uh, mandatory thing. Uh, but an outside academic uh, academia, it's also for degree students. You usually need to think more about these practicalities, so that you're going to stay for a longer time. You need, like I said before, a residence permit. And once you come here, you, you probably want to get a social security number if you're staying for longer than one year, because a lot of things in Sweden are defined by your social security number. It will help you lots to to be able to to sign up for things and and yeah be able to do a lot more things in society and uh, so and then also for for bank account and, and these things so uh, I would say that that's the biggest difference because when it comes to the support from the university like from things for us from the international office or student health or library there is no a real difference between being uh, an exchange student and a degree student so as you say uh, we want to see all international students as that, as actually just LIU students. Uh, but uh, for some practicalities, there are there are a bit, a bit different. So it's good to know like what category you are when you come here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we end this FICA, um, Rebecca, is there anything you wish that you knew uh, that would have made some things easier for you in the beginning? Like, have you ever thought back and thought, ah, I wish I knew that before I came or within the first few days? Um, I would say the main thing is really that it's not as scary as it sounds or as complicated as, as it might seem. I've moved around quite a bit in my life, so I was quite prepared. But my main tips would be come at least a week in advance so that you have a lot of time to figure everything out 
and to to learn all, all the corners of the city. Like when you come to a new country for the first time, it seems like the day go the days go by in a complete uh, blur because everything's new, everything's something you've never seen before, and so it really feels like time flies. So my main uh, recommendation would really be to come. Uh, with a lot of time in advance before your roll call, preferably on an arrival day, so that you have that support when you first get to university. And another thing that I would say is get a bike. So if you really, really, because um, everyone uses their bike here in Linköping, unless you're really scared of not um of biking. So if you already come with the intention of buying a bike, do it right away. Because I realized that I had so many things to do and I wanted to go to the tax office and I wanted to go to university and I wanted to meet new friends. And Linköping is not a very big city. So if you bike places, it takes five to 10 minutes to bike there. But if you're trying to walk, it takes a lot longer and the bus system is very good. But if you're buying a ticket every single day, it can come to a certain amount. So I would actually recommend to get a bike very, very early so that it's very easy for you to get around. And if you notice that, oh, I really need to go to university today because I forgot to do this, you can actually do it very easily. And yeah, I think my final thing I would say, don't don't be scared of the process. It's not difficult. There's a lot of places you can go and ask for help. And don't forget to enjoy your arrival time before class as well. And go to, you know, student organization events and meet new friends because you're all in the same situation. And even if you have a question, you're probably going to meet people there that have been here for a year already and they can really help you out as well. So it's really not as scary as it sounds. And I'm sure that that everyone will do fine. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, it sounds really good. So Tereus and Rebecca, I really want to thank you for joining this FICA with me. And thank you so much for your insights on the arrival. It might seem a bit confusing, but just take it easy and follow the checklist and enjoy your time at Linköping University. What do you say? Totally. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Bye. You have listened to Fika with us with me, Priya, and this episode's guests, Therese and Rebecca. Don't forget to follow Linköping University on Instagram and Facebook. We hope you enjoyed today's talk and that you join us for Fika soon again. <music>